Okay, today, my lovely ladies, we are talking about selfishness and how it's of the devil. Selfishness and that being of the devil. Kind of a bold statement, but I believe it's true. And we're going to coach today on why I think that is. Okay, so selfishness. Okay, this came up in a coaching session earlier uh, this week with a client. <laughs> and uh, I love talking about this. So I was like, that's exactly what I want to share on our coaching this Thursday and on uh, this week's podcast episode. So selfishness, what do you think of? And uh, go ahead, make your comments. I know this is going to be recorded and posted later, but comment as you watch. Can you do that? I don't know. On Facebook, make your own thoughts on what you think selfishness is. What does it mean to be selfish? Um, I When I hear selfish, and maybe you do this too, you kind of right away feel like, Mm, like not good like ooh, selfish that's not good selfish <laughs> I don't want that we we look at our ourselves like I don't want to be selfish or maybe somebody else comes to mind and you think they're selfish that person is definitely selfish <laughs> or I don't want to be selfish it's very like look out at somebody else or look in at myself out or in and when I hear selfish, I think like, Ugh, I don't want that. That's not good. So these are connotations attached to the word selfish. Not good. It's bad. Feelings of guilt. Okay. And I also think at the expense of someone else. So I'm being selfish when I am after my own gain at the expense or harm of somebody else. Somebody else doesn't benefit, only I do. Somebody else, it costs them or hurts them or harms them, but I gain from whatever the thing is, the exchange. To me, that's what it means to be selfish. So we think that's bad, okay? I want to stay away from things that are selfish. And if you have been raised in a Christian home and you uh, have good girl tendencies, you like are a good girl and want to be a good girl and grew up pleasing everybody and doing the right thing. We want to avoid doing wrong things. Like tell me where the line is so that I can stay away from it. I don't want to cross the line into being selfish. So let's define this very black and white clearly because I got to know because I don't want to be bad. I don't want to do wrong. Heaven forbid if I sin, that would be the worst. That would be terrible ever. The most terrible thing ever, right? Do you feel that way? I most certainly did. And this is why we avoid being selfish because I think that's bad and I think that's wrong and I definitely don't want to do that, okay? But my question is, what does it mean to be selfish? Who defines what selfishness is? Um, and like, where does it come from? So I was already mentioning that selfishness is either looking out and making a judgment about somebody else, like, oh, she is definitely selfish. She is a selfish person, self-absorbed, all about herself, selfish, okay? Not good, bad. I don't want that. I don't want that to be me, okay? So we judge others. And also, we define for ourselves 
what it is to be selfish and when that happens here we go we're gonna start writing some stuff down when that happens there is guilt judgment starts with a j not a d um avoidance hiding hand in hand like when there is when we are selfish, when we judge ourselves as being selfish, there's guilt, probably um, conviction, like we feel bad, all of these things. But we're trying to define what selfishness is. Is it having material possessions? That comes to mind. Is it living in a big house and driving a fancy car? Is it sending your kids to private school? Is it having your nails done all the time? What does it mean to be selfish? And where does that definition come from? We like to define for ourselves what selfishness is. Oh, I'm just being selfish if I go buy a new purse. I'm being selfish if I um, satisfy a desire of mine. That is selfish. Okay, and we make that mean that it's bad. It's not good to be selfish. So what do we do? What do we do? We um, avoid, avoid fulfilling our desires. We define our desires as bad. And you know what? This is exactly what the devil wants. This is why selfishness is of the devil. Because if he can get you to believe and feel with conviction that your desires are bad because they're selfish and to be selfish is wrong, then he can rob you of God's best and God's will for your life. That's it. Mm, preach. That's it. Okay. Here, let me write selfishness. Selfishness, and the thought is probably that's bad. I don't want it. Okay. So why else is selfishness of the devil? This is what I want to teach you. This is what I want to show you. Okay. And this is my like personal perspective on things that we might define as being selfish. Okay. Definitely it's not good if it's at somebody else's expense. I think we can all agree if I'm hurting or harming somebody else for my own gain and to get something, okay, that is, I think we can agree that is selfish. When would it be good to hurt or harm somebody else or at the expense of somebody else? I benefit. I don't think that would ever be a good thing. Okay, but I'm willing to be open-minded. So <laughs> I what I want to communicate is that we don't judge things before we test it. Okay, because we 
want to assume what God's will is for us before we test it, before we explore it. We say, that's it. God can only bless me exactly this way. This is the only way I will accept his blessing. This is what it needs to look like. It can't be this. So we put limits on ourselves, on our desires, on our potential, and on God by filtering his blessing and what that should be and look like to us. And if it's clearly sin, like it's breaking one of the Ten Commandments, no question, no doubt, no bueno. Don't do it. <laughs> okay. So, all right. Okay. So, so what does that mean? Now, what can we do? Okay. If it's not bad to like progress in our life and business and I'm being open-minded to having things and doing things because I'm understanding that that doesn't make me selfish. Having the purse, getting the lashes, doing the nails, taking the trips, okay? Only another person would judge us and think those things are selfish. And only we would determine that we are being selfish in and of ourselves. Okay, so this is what I want to tell you. This is what I want to get at. When you pursue things, it is an opportunity for you to either be refined and draw closer to God or learn and be redirected on the right path or back to God. Okay, it'll either bring you closer to God or create an opportunity for you to be redirected back to God. So either way, it's a win-win scenario. Now, this is where the drama comes in. We think, oh, the love of money is the root of all evil. If I start pursuing money, I'm going to be selfish. I'm going to be led astray. I'm going to be self-absorbed. I'm going to sin. I'm going to do evil. I'm going to, and on and on, this false belief takes us. If I pursue material things, I'm going to be selfish. I'm going to be of myself. God's not going to bless me. Okay, we just like, what we're doing is we're completely cutting off the opportunity to be brought back. We go, worst case scenario, I'm just going to go straight to hell because there's no redemption, no forgiveness. I'm going to be led astray and I'm going to be blind and I'm never going to come back. This is what we tell ourselves and this is what we believe. We think I'm going to be drawn away from God and I'm never going to come back. I'm never going to see the light. I'm just going to continue down this selfish road uh, of worldly possessions and selfish gain and I'm never going to come back to Christ. All right. This is where we lack trust in two things. This is so good. I'm taking notes on myself, you guys. <laughs> I'm taking notes on myself. Trust. This shows that we, and fear, that's it, and fear. We fear trusting ourselves and trusting God. I'm afraid if I pursue selfish gain, which is what I define anyway, the lashes, the purse, the nails, the trips, I'm defining that. That's okay. A story for another day. But we think that if I pursue selfish gain, I'm going to be led astray. And I'm not going to, 
even come back to God. I'm just going to go straight to hell because I'm a bad person and I sinned and I did wrong. So we don't trust that God will get our attention. We don't trust that we will be pricked by the Holy Spirit and be led back to him. We also don't trust ourselves. We're saying, I'm not mature enough as a child of God, as a Christian. I'm not mature enough in my relationship that I'm afraid if I pursue my desires, I will be, I won't come back. I won't come back to God. So we're assuming and judging and not trusting and fearing our own ability. I mean, anyway, it's Christ in us. We are wooed by the Holy Spirit to come to Christ in the first place and be drawn back to him at any point in the future. So it's not of our own works anyway, but we do have free will to make a choice, all right, when he does prick us, when we do have, um, is it guilt or conviction? Conviction is of the Holy Spirit. Guilt is not good. Guilt is of the devil. Is that how it is? I can't remember. Um, okay, so fear and trust. We lack trust in God to bring us back to redemption, and we fear that we won't yield when the Holy Spirit does prick us and convict us. Can you see that fly? It's right in front of my face. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so this, uh, I have like so many aha moments, and we're recording, so okay. Like I say, okay, a lot. This is so much fun. I hope you're getting a lot out of this. So this is what I want to like give you comfort in explaining. Okay. What happens when you go down a path of selfish gain is that you will have the opportunity to be refined. Okay. There it is again. Okay. <laughs> if we are gold and God wants the purest gold, if our heart is gold and he wants to purify us and our life and our heart and make us purer, higher quality, better grade gold, if you will, because he loves us, he's going to give us opportunities of refinement. He will allow opportunities of refinement to get our heart, to be closer to him, to have a stronger relationship with him. God doesn't smite us. God doesn't lead us into temptation. Okay, only good things come from above. And all things work to the good of those who are called according to his purpose. Okay, so these opportunities of refinement will come into our lives. Let me use an example. I was in a selfish relationship. It was not of God. And I was a Christian in this selfish relationship. It was an adulterous relationship. My boyfriend was married. Okay, and I knew this. I wanted something at the expense of someone else and myself and my relationship with God. I wanted something, so I was willing to compromise in order to get um, the joy and the happiness and the fulfillment and whatever from this relationship that I was in. Um, 
And I was a Christian the whole time. It wasn't like it was before I was saved. Like I was knowingly going into this and I chose to stay in it with the knowledge of what the situation was. Okay. God didn't hate me. God didn't say, that's it, Katie, you're going to hell. You're a terrible person. God didn't say you're a sinner. He waited patiently and gave me my free will to choose. And he gave me an opportunity to what? Be refined. And I could have never came back. God's like, he gives you the choice. He gives you the option to never redeem yourself. Um, but as long as we're in communion with God and the Holy Spirit, I knew the whole seven years that I was in this relationship. I knew the whole time. It wasn't like I lost sight of the sin I was in. That's why, that's one reason I hated it. Because I knew the whole time. It wasn't like I went away from my knowledge of the sin I was living in and the lies that I was living in. Okay? That's why you can trust. When you pursue a selfish pursuit... It may turn out that it's not selfish, and you will learn that, and that's between you and God. It may turn out that you have, what is it, guilt? Conviction is of the Holy Spirit, guilt and conviction. It may turn out that you feel guilt and conviction the whole time. That is your opportunity to listen and be purified. So when the opportunity for chastisement comes in your selfish pursuit, what's going to happen? You are going to grow closer to God. In my case, it might take a period of time. In the case of the prodigal son, you've got to go blow your inheritance for a period of time. But we have the opportunity to come back to our loving, forgiving open-armed Heavenly Father. Okay, I hope this was helpful. I just want to communicate that it's not bad or wrong to pursue what you might think is selfish. Okay, here it is. Your dreams and desires are worth pursuing because they are given to you by God. God likes nice things. Did you know that? And he gifted you with an eye for nice things. And he gave you the pleasure of enjoying nice things. So your desires, your dreams, your wishes are of God. They are not selfish. Let me erase that. And as you pursue what you love and what you enjoy and what you're passionate about, as you pursue these things, he will create opportunities of refinement for us to either continue getting our nails done, getting the lashes, taking the trips, whatever, either continue or you will learn through growing in your relationship with God, I don't need that anymore. Or I'd rather do this instead. Or that doesn't make me happy like it used to. And that is between you and God and that's a beautiful thing. And that is worth pursuing and testing and not just listening to what somebody else is telling you you should or shouldn't do or is good, wrong, or bad, or right. 
Okay, does that make sense? I hope you get that. That was so good. This was so fun. Um, selfishness is of the devil. Okay, if you have questions or feedback, I invite it all. You can um, message me here on Facebook. Or if you're listening on the podcast, I think I have my email address in the notes or come visit, come check us out on Facebook at A Mindset on Things Above. Mwah, you are wonderful. Take care. Until next time.